0: Welcome back to another episode of MBC Daily. Today it is Thursday, August 20. And on this day, we're going to be in Matthew chapter 24. Earlier this week, and even in last week, I was watching uh, from Desiring God, a night uh, that was entitled An Evening with Eschatology. i really did enjoy it it had john piper moderating a conversation between douglas wilson who was representing uh post-millennialism in terms of its views uh jim hamilton who was uh representing historic premillennial views. Uh, obviously within premillennial perspectives, there's a whole host of categories you could get into. And then finally, Sam Storms, who was representing amillen- millennialism. Sorry about that. Sometimes these words can be tricky for us, uh, but I enjoyed it. It was about a two hour video and each of these men would walk through their views and it got passionate, it got intense. And I thought, what a fascinating thing that even these pastor theologians when they get in a discussion over eschatology, it can raise the tension. It, in fact, it did raise the tension. At the very end, John Piper noted that. He said, fellas, I got to tell you, this was way more intense than I anticipated that it would be, which was not a bad thing. And there's nothing wrong with having tension. There's nothing wrong with having a sense of intense intensity about the scriptures. That's what we're seeing there before us in that video. But what I want us to talk about is this, is at the end of the day, they spent the last 20 minutes of the video walking through what they appreciate about one another's views. And one thing I wanted to take away that I learned and appreciated myself is this, is there has to be a certain level of humility when it comes to certain doctrinal matters of, yes, I have conviction and I have uh, a belief that I'm reading the scripture, I'm taking the scriptures faithfully. However, I have to also understand that on certain issues, such as eschatology, there could be other brothers and sisters in the faith who have a different view than me and are wanting to take the text seriously. Now, they have issues that I think I can address and things i can bring up but we all have to interact with one another and we have to see each other as brothers and sisters in the faith even though we have different views on this one particular matter we have gospel essentials right in line we are brothers and sisters in light of the truth of the gospel and even though we have different views on eschatology we can still be in good standing with one another, we can still love one another. Uh, A helpful resource for us might be this, to think about it from a theological triage perspective, meaning there's tier one issues, things that are essential for us to have in common. You have to believe these things in order to be in the faith. These would be what I would call gospel essentials. It would deal with things like who is Jesus? Uh, what is accomplished in the work of Jesus, things like that. You have tier two issues, which would say this, this is a matter that uh, maybe makes it where our church has distinctives. So uh, we have people who are Presbyterians, we have people who are Baptist, they believe in gospel essentials, they believe in the same gospel. However, there's tier two issues that allow them to disagree, still see one another's brothers and sisters in faith, but ultimately say, listen, We ought not to be in the same local church together. Uh, So the issue of baptism could be a tier two issue. It's not a gospel essential. However, it is something that would make it where a Baptist and a Presbyterian probably ought to have their own churches, had to have their own situations there because those are tier two issues. And then there's tier three issues where, yes, we believe the same things on Gospel Essentials. Yes, we believe the same things so we can worship together regularly in the same local church context. However, even within our church, we're going to have diversity of views on particular subjects. One of those could be eschatology. So that's a long explanation for what I'm going to read here, but I love this verse. So in Matthew 24, a lot is said, a lot is interpreted. Depending on your views, you can have a whole host of options concerning Matthew 24. But listen to these words, starting in verse 36. But concerning that day and hour, no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. For as were the days of Noah, so will be the coming of the Son of Man." And I'm going to stop there. No matter where you're at, no matter what you believe, on that particular subject of eschatology, by eschatology we mean the, the, the wrapping up, the, the completion of all these things, that the return of the Lord ultimately is what we're dealing with, and all the implications thereof, and the timeline in which this all takes place. Concerning all that, no one knows. Uh, but we do know this, it is going to happen. God knows. The Father only knows is what Jesus says here. So we know that God knows, which is good enough for us. And anything outside of that, uh, we want to be biblical, we want to be convictional, we want to be gracious, we want to be humble. And so I encourage you to think through that theological triage, that idea, tier one issues, tier two issues, tier three issues navigate your way through biblical texts like this one today and think through that okay here's my perspective another person can have this perspective where does this fit? Uh, Can we be in fellowship with one another? Uh, How often should we talk about these things? Should we let these things be something that winds up, uh, you know, causing us to to, to fracture in terms of our, our church unity? No. Okay. So how do we work through that? A great thing to think through, great things to model. And so I hope this is helpful for you today, a little bit different of an episode, but still I hope it encourages your soul. So have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow for another episode of NBC Daily.